So it's the A to Z of men and it's episode P. Hope you're doing okay. I'm Chris Brooks. I'm Scott Robinson. Producer Adam's here as well. Hello. Doing your producing thing. Yeah, about that. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I tell you what, if anyone... I mean, I think it would be funnier to record a podcast on the bit where we're actually getting the, <laughs> setting up the studio. It, it's, it's, it's just unreal. It's just 35 minutes to get only two cameras working. Chris, Chris's camera doesn't work. Got no camera. Yeah, it's a nightmare. But it's okay because we're just going to put a picture of pistures. <laughs> um, Instead of me. Well, yeah, no, like a splat of pistures on right. your camera. Like wow. you're having a great time. Chris's pistures. Yeah, yeah, Chris's pistures. You yeah. wouldn't know. How would you know? Well, how would you know who's thicker? Because you're, you're in the picture. All right, okay. What is a bit weird is that we're in our actual studio. We do a radio show in. Yes. So every time we say things like pistures, I'm literally looking around at all the mic lights. Because you've got the mics up. I'm scared. You've got the mics up. It's a very dangerous game we're playing. Um, But yeah, the studio's fine because it's not being used, so we're in it. Um, yeah, A to Z of Men on episode P, which I, I can't remember. We're nearly, we're nearly there. <laughs> R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. It's like eight weeks left. Oh, mate. Right, so, right. So, listen. There's eight weeks left of this. We're not finished there. We're not finished. I promise you, we've got more to come. But we are, we are happy to take your suggestions. Where should the A to Z of men go next? Yeah, what what are the A to Z of men looking at next? Because the way it's going to work, people, just so you know, is it's going to be, like, like we've done the Christmas, the A to Z of men take on Christmas. This is going to be the A to Z of men, because that's our name, the A to Z of men take on blank. Prostitution. Or whatever <laughs> you come up with. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, because of P. Yeah, P. Yeah, well done. Um, that isn't my word. No, <laughs> thank fuck for I that. I did a lot of research, though. I did a lot of research, <laughs> but I decided actually, no, that's right. not going to be the word I'm going with. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, so if you've got any suggestions of where we should go next, then uh, uh, get in contact with us. It's the A to Z of men at gmail.com. And that two is a two, as yeah. in the number two. It's a numeral. They know that by now. And the socials as well, at A to Z of men, wherever you're doing your, your socialising. Yeah, your socialising. <laughs> On your socialising. On your socialising apps. Uh, yeah, A to Z of men, P coming up. So, uh, Scott, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Well, not since we last spoke, because I've seen you every day. Um, I have been um, I've been on the telly. You were on ITV News. I was on ITV News, and guess what? Wait for it. Yes, I mentioned the A to Z of men. It was ridiculous. And not only did I mention the A to Z of men, I also um, got in that you're my best mate and your whole name, full named you. Amazing. Chris, Chris Brooks. Chris Pistius Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Should have yeah. seen the newsreader's face. <laughs> <laughs> it was covered in... No, it wasn't. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, Adam, uh, if you see me on the news, did you notice that I put... I actually had my mic muff, which is what I'm talking into now in this video, I put that in the background of ITV News. What? This ITV News studio that Scott had created. So we're on air on Monday in Essex doing the show and he went... He came He came in just before the show, which is quite normal for Scott to come in at sort of five to three. We're on air at three. And he's got, look, look. And he's got razors and some Gillette. But like really <clears throat> shit razors. Yeah, really. He's got really bad razors and some, some shaving foam. And I'm like, what? What? I don't, that doesn't mean anything. I don't know what that is. And he said, I'm on the telly, aren't I, tonight? And I was like, oh, 
and I forgot. So he turned up, he's wearing a hoodie. His beard looked like it hadn't even seen a razor ever. <laughs> and he just didn't look telly, he didn't look telly ready. It wasn't telly ready. So we, um, yeah, we did the show. Then at six o'clock, the show finished. Then he had to go and do a Zoom for ITV News Live. So he sat, there's a place in the building, it's got a massive Radio Essex logo behind him. It's like, it's Which it's is pretty the radio much, station we Yeah, with the radio yeah. station we work at. And it's a, a huge floor to ceiling logo. Um, and then on the corner of this desk, he just put the A to Z microphone muff that we've, we use, the green ones you can see on any of the videos. And he had that on the desk. So I got home and I'm watching the news and I'm like, shit. <laughs> it looked like an advert for the A to Z of men, five and Radio Essex. Yeah, it was brilliant. And I actually named it. I said, I said, uh, I also do a podcast with Chris Brooks, the A to Z of men, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, he did advertising, producer Adam, on ITV, which oh, I think is quite a lot of money. You, ITV yeah. News. ITV News, mate. Yeah, it I've, was pretty big. big. I haven't done anything this week, actually. Now we've now now you've mentioned that. Okay. I've, done, I've done no promotion uh, for the A to Z of Men this week. I haven't been on the telly this week. Have you pissed jizzed? I haven't pissed jizzed. I no. I've I'm, I've had a really quiet week. Busy at work. Like yeah. work works busy, but that's not really podcast material because it's pretty boring. Um, some carpets fitted, didn't you, really, early in the morning? Oh, yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. Karen booked some carpets to be fitted at 8 o'clock on a Monday morning. I don't know who does that, but apparently we do. We're 8 o'clock in the morning type people. Um, silly. That's, that was that's bad. Silly. But, yeah, nothing nothing really massive. What about you, producer Adam? Anything in your life? Um, I've been wedding venue hunting. Oh, wow. Oh. I, it's so depressing. I remember that pain. Yeah. Did you, do you enjoy that? Well, <laughs> it's quite funny because I, I think I may have offended one person, but, yeah felt another person in a different venue quite good so i walked in i went i don't like your carpets she went what <laughs> i went they remind me of a certain pub chain which i shall not name but rhymes with spoons oh, yeah, of the yeah, weather yeah. and a bit sticky um, yeah 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 they weren't sticky do you know that just that look of old yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah like a purpley red type yeah it was it was it was gross they're called like are they called lightning forks this um this chain of pubs. Lightning forks. Where are spoons? Oh, come on. Oh, I see what you did there. Lightning forks. Oh, yeah. F- yeah okay. All right. <laughs> 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 Shit. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I went to the next venue and I was like, I really like your carpet. And she went, what? Yeah, I went, nice. yeah it doesn't remind yeah. me of it. Yeah. No, nice. Brilliant. I'm glad you were talking about carpets and not, <laughs> and not the other I carpet. got confused there. I was thinking, he's getting married in a weather spoon. <laughs> I'm definitely not going. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm busy that day, Adam. I'm so sorry. Although they do nice lamb pies and that. They do. They a do see some pie. nice stuff in there. Yeah, they do some. They do all sorts of weird pies, but I think they do a lamb thing. It's quite nice. Can you microwave a pie? I don't know if they microwave. I'm presuming they do. If you're they? listening elsewhere and not in England, you don't know what we're talking about. We've got a chain of pubs called Weatherspoons. Um, and uh, if they sponsor us, they're great. If they don't, they're a little bit rubbish. I like Weatherspoons. It's all right. It's worth going to. In, yeah, I go to Weatherspoons like there's a place in Billericay we go to in Essex. And before we go there, we go and have a couple in Weatherspoons. That's because it costs like yeah. about a pound a pint. Yeah, but that's why it's good. Nothing wrong with that. You go in there and have a couple of pints for like 50p yeah. and dinner. <laughs> you yeah. get a curry with it. Yeah. And then you go off to do your main drinking in another place that costs normal money. I like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. good. Um, right, A to Z of men, let's take on the word P. P. And to start, as always, Scott, what you bring into the table. We genuinely don't know each other's words, right. and I'm hoping to God it's not the same word I've gone with. I tell you what I'm actually bringing to the table right this second. Go on. I'm bringing uh, piss because I need yes. a, no, because I need a wee. 
Oh, oh. That's, not my, that's not my word. Not so my, professional. Play some music. What music do you want to hear? Piss music. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I can play while has he gone. just Has he just left the uh, studio? Yeah, he's just shouting, gone. Yeah, he's just gone. Shouting piss music. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the other people in the office will probably be wondering what on earth he's doing in here. Yeah, because are, are there other people on air right now? Uh, yeah, the yeah the DJ the DJ's on the radio and in, in in the same airlock he's just shouted piss music. Yeah, so in. he's just insulted him. Yeah, <laughs> and the station he works on. Well, R.I.P. to Scott Robinson's career as a radio host. <laughs> it lasted long. So this is, I don't know if anyone's heard this, because the Brits were on last week. Scott's acceptance speech at the Brit Awards in 2000, I think it was 2001. He wins a Brit Award. It, it's the the best thing in his life ever. You, you'd have a speech prepared, wouldn't you? You'd have You'd have certain people to thank. You'd think so. This is literally his acceptance award speech. That was it. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> oh my God. That was it. That was his whole acceptance speech. I can hear you Here, in my ears. I know you can. I'm going I know. To, do, do Here, here's a Brit award for all of the work he did. Oh my God. Anyway, back to the podcast and episode P. What you got, Scott? Right. So this is this is interesting because you don't you genuinely don't know what I've gone for. No. And you're expecting that I've gone for penis. Penis. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Okay. You might be thinking that I've gone for pussy. I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, okay. I haven't gone with that. No. You might also... For the one time ever, I thought penis would be on your well, mind. Well, okay. Um, you might have thought that because I wanted because I wanted to cheat the system a little bit, Yeah. I might have gone for private parts so I could talk about the P and the V. Okay. But... What have you gone with? I've gone for prostate cancer. Prostate cancer. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because that's not what I've gone with. Yeah. That's that's what I've gone for, and that's why I love this one. I say this a lot, but I, I genuinely mean I love the fact that I could have on the same podcast, not yep. like different jobs. Yeah. I could have gone for penis or pussy. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about something that is you know vital to talk about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm happy with that. It's what the, I think the podcast serves a good purpose for that, and I'll lighten it up in a, when you finished. So. No, no, do you know what though? Right, it, that's I, I knew. I knew that you wouldn't go for the same word. No, and 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 although you know, we you know I say it a lot. We do like to bring laughter to this podcast. I we also do like you know like the mental health episode. We do like to talk about things that are actually. I think it's it's a it's a podcast about men. Yeah, it, and it, you're talking about prostate cancer. I, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. And do you know what? This is actually a bit, not a personal story, as in about me, but it's about someone that I know very, very well, um, who is a friend of mine. And uh, the, the backstory of our friendship is is that, so he's called Peter Drayton. I've spoke to him today and I've said, is it okay to talk about you, you know, properly and talk about your journey and your story? And, and his exact words were, do you know what? You can say whatever you want, as long as you get across the facts and the figures and the fact that people do need to check themselves and, and make sure that they're, you know, because... I'll get into it in a minute, but it's um, I I know him from he's the secretary of the um, football team that my son plays for. He's but I he's a I've only known him for about two three years. He's an old school gentleman. He's a he's a I always joke about being a geezer or a governor. Yeah, he's the governor. He's okay. he's amazing. He's who you look up to. Yeah, he, Joe. What he is, Joe. What I've got, even though I've known him for such a short amount of time. I we've had so many deep, amazing conversations on the sideline watching. He watches his grandson uh, play. I watch Gavin play, and um, 
we've had we have these amazing open conversations that most men don't have. Yeah. And um he was um you know, after a little while he confided me, told me about, you know, that, you know, he's he's been diagnosed with prostate cancer and and uh he really opened up and he, and he's so um he's so sort of brave with it all and you know just talks about it he's incredible he's called peter drayton um so he says hi scott um i've been thinking about the podcast he's a massive um yeah i remember we talked about him before yeah he absolutely listens every wednesday morning he wakes up he listens to the podcast nice work he praises me and you and and uh, adam all the time he he actually speaks about the fact that the reason why he loves the podcast is yes it's funny but we can delve into these different things and be serious yeah. and crack a smile as, as well as, you know, make a few, a few people laugh. So he says, hi, Scott, I've been thinking about the podcast and the letter P for prostate cancer. Um, the awareness could be a, a good item to put into for the listeners. The basic message is to not wait for symptoms. Just go to the doctor and request a PSA blood test. That's a PSA blood test. If you leave it, you could experience early death for something that could either be controlled or, in some cases, cured. So, I mean, that, how powerful is that? Well, what he's saying is, because something that a lot of people don't know is that um, prostate cancer often has no symptoms whatsoever. Yeah. So you could be living with, with it and not know. I've got some symptoms that I can, I can go through. But it just, it just makes you think, doesn't it, that you could be living with it. But if you got there early enough... You could literally be cured, or take tablets to, um, you know, to, manage it to, to manage it and, and it be controlled. What was the blood test again? It's the PSA blood test, and you can just go there and request it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so if you go like, and, and that that's because because it's um, there's no symptoms sometimes. Like you can just walk in, just you know why not? If you're listening now and you go, do you know what? I've got a day off next. Do they do it when you're a certain age anyway? You do your um, MOTs, it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, isn't it when you... 50. 40, I haven't been... I think it's 40, isn't yeah, it? 40, yeah, 40. I had a, a load of tests. Yeah, that was... Yeah, 40, yeah. They don't... I haven't. They haven't called me in now. But do you know what? Like, I, I know that you're you're someone that suffers with anxiety and stuff. Mm. We spoke about that on the mental health episode. Like, I'm definitely, 100%, definitely going to go and get checked. Because why not? I've got a friend that's, that's suffering with it right now. And he's, he, he, you know, he's been... You know, lovely enough to want to speak about this on the podcast. I just go and get checked, mm. Adam. You do the same. I know you're a lot younger than us, twenty-seven or twenty-eight, wherever you are. Like, just because I can give you some of the symptoms. It's so uh, you know, but I, I must, I must say that it often has no symptoms, right? So, but some of the symptoms- and also, I mean, we, we just quickly point out that we're not medical people, so these symptoms might be the symptoms of lots of other things. It, to be sure. You, you you go and see your GP. Yeah, 100%. That's good work, Chris. Good work. Because the guy that says pistures, yeah. he's not always... <laughs> Listen to the pistures guy. Go and yeah. talk to your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So some of the symptoms um, of um, possible um, prostate cancer are uh, difficulty or pain when passing urine, having to rush to the toilet to pass urine, frequent visits... Uh, Frequent visits to the toilet, especially at night, so you keep on getting up in the night and having to go to the toilet. Dribbling urine, so you know you're not even you're not even going to the toilet, and you know a little bit of little bit of not pistaches, a little bit of dribbles coming out. A little bit of dribble, yeah, um, and a feeling of not um, that you haven't emptied your bladder. Right now, I'm already thinking I go to the toilet a lot. Like sometimes, like, but I just want to make people aware that 
you can just get tested and then go, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. At least it's a, a nice bit of peace of mind, right? Um, the stats are are staggering, to be, to be quite honest with you. Um, so these, these are just UK stats, and I know we've got loads of uh, listeners, you know, in other parts of the world. Yeah. But, you know, so obviously do your research as well and check what the stats are where you live. But these are uh, UK stats. Now, these are mind-boggling, Chris, right? So uh, prostate cancer is the most common cancer in men. More than 47,500 men are diagnosed with prostate cancer every year. Jesus. That's 129 men every day. Wow. 129 men every day. Every 45 minutes, one man dies of prostate cancer. That's more than 11,500 men every year. Wow. One in eight men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their, in their lifetime. One in eight That's men. A, this is, is in, the, in the UK. Um, around 400,000 men are living with and after prostate cancer in the Jeez. UK. So it just goes to show you how big a thing it is. And and what what gets me is that like mental health, where now men are finally talking about their mental health and we're getting the help that we that we need. Yeah. Um this is happening with prostate cancer now. So it's there's a lot more details and a lot more websites you can go on and there's a lot more help out there for men because, you know, it's as I said in the in the first stat um, it's the most common cancer in men. So, you know, yeah, really. And, and uh, is it relate? Is it, it's not related to testicular cancer. I mean, it's cancer, obviously, but there's not, it, it, if you get prostate, you don't, is it, are they connected? Um, they, they're not, but they can be. So yeah, you can, spread. it can, it can spread. But as, as I'll get to, if you catch it early enough, it won't spread. So if you, if you go to the doctors and you've got prostate cancer, they just take it out, don't they? The, there's there's loads of different like some some of it can be controlled with um, uh, hormone tablets and hormone uh, injections. My, my dad stuff. had it um, and was cured, but he went to the hospital, um, had it had it done, had his operation, and uh, it's probably the most horrific memory of my dad in a weird way because when when I went into the hospital to go and see him, and he's like, yeah, it's all sorted, it's all sorted. And I was like, oh god, what did they do to you? What happens? And he literally ripped open his gown. He went, look what they did to my cock. Oh, wow. And he just showed me his <laughs> cock and a fucking pipe going oh. through the, the, the jab side. I was like, shit, Dad. It was yeah, oh, mentally scarring. Uh, no, I was older. I was in my 20s. But I wasn't like <laughs> I was, eight. I was eight. I was eight. It was five. No, 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 no. This was when I was a grown man. But it was the way my dad was a real matter of He's not with us, um, sadly. He didn't die of prostate cancer. But... Um, and they sorted that out, but it was it it was just I just remember vividly him opening up his gown and just whipping it out and going, "Look what I've done to my cock!" <laughs> <That's>, that <is laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, but they've saved your life. That's a good thing." He was like, "Yeah," and he yeah, didn't have any yeah, problems. They afterwards. have saved my life, but look what they've done to my cock! It was it was they were the words as well. They were literally the words he and used. And they will live with you forever. Right? They were they yeah. scarred, yeah, etched, yeah. etched on my brain like pistols. This for you on your brain. Yeah, yeah. I'll, but I think the, the 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 thing is just to just to say that I mean. He was completely. He noticed that his um, his wheeze had changed. He, he, yeah. he noticed a different flow, and he was probably sixty five, sixty, sixty five. And I think it's a fairly common age yeah. um, to to suffer as well. And they did the it's the it's the up the bum and at the finger up the bum. They check and they did that. There was something wrong. They took him in. He didn't need to have chemo or anything they they dealt with it within the hospital but i think because it was early because he'd gone straight away yeah. as soon as he'd noticed the problem he'd gone to the doctors 
they'd sorted it and yeah and he was it was absolutely fine so and up until he died he was cancer free he died of something else but um yeah so everything you just said there is is in so what i've got here uh, to finish it off is uh, is is peter's uh, brief story right so it's a breakdown of, of what happened and you know it's and exactly what you just said has he what, shown you his cock he hasn't joe you know what okay. I, I haven't seen not, you're not fully completed it yet yeah no uh, joe you know what i might at football on Sunday, I might just say... Oh, maybe hey. not at football. Please not at football. <laughs> no, not at the kids' football. Uh, no, no, maybe, no, in, the, maybe, no. In, the bar, maybe in the bar. Maybe not. Pete, can I... thought I you were going to say bath then. No. I was like, wow. <laughs> listen, we're very, listen, me and Peter are very close. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> You've had Duncan from Blue's bollock in one hand, test, che- testing for testicular cancer. Dra- yeah, and now I'm going to have Peter Drayton's <laughs> cock in my other hand. Wow, what a right. time to be alive. You're becoming a penis doctor. <laughs> I I am right. So I've got and and now and now a heartwarming story. <laughs> Go. Right. So he he says here my journey my journey started in November uh, two thousand nineteen where I finally decided to mention to my doctor that I was having to rush to the toilet in uh, in moments and um, not going through the night without having to pass water. Now what I love about what Peter's done here for me because he knows I'm a bit dyslexic and a little bit silly. He's um he's put in brackets having a wee. <laughs> Which because he doesn't think I'm bright enough to know that passing water means having a wee. So brackets, thank you very much. He hasn't Peter. just got I a cup that. of water on the side that he keeps walking past. <laughs> he's passing it to his wife. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to pass the water over to you? Um he said, This had been going on for quite a while, so I thought it was just related to my age. My age at that time was 64, which is exactly what you just said, around that sort of... Uh, around yeah, that I sort think of that thing. is a fairly yeah. common age, isn't it? But just because you're 64 or 65 around that age and you're having these problems, don't you think, oh, it's my age? It could be this. Absolutely, so, yeah. so get yourself checked. I was hoping they could give me some tablets or something to control the urge to keep going for a week. The doctor sent me to, to the hospital for some uh, blood tests, which was six days later. My blood count come back as 15.3, which apparently is quite high. Uh, I went back to the doctors in the, in the November and they carried out an, an external, no, an internal examination. That's the finger at the bum. That's in brackets. Thank you very much, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, it was, it did not hurt and it was very quick. Well, that's what she said. Hey. He was feeling my prostrate, which was hard. And apparently that's meant to be soft. So so what they're feeling for is to see whether your prostrate is soft, which would be normal. Yeah. But if it's hard, then maybe there could be, be a problem. Um, what followed was a series of blood tests, and visits to the hospital, scans, biopsies, which was over the, uh, the, the next months leading up to Christmas. Uh, so in the January in 2020, uh, it was confirmed that I had prostate cancer. So no. when did he first go to the doctor? So he went to the doctor in November 2019. Oh, right, okay. And in the January, so not he didn't have to wait that yeah, yeah, long, yeah. which is, I mean, credit to the NHS yeah, yeah. there, fantastic. Um, so on the 6th of January 2020, it was confirmed that I had prostate cancer. My treatment was discussed and they put me on hormone therapy, which is an injection every three months and much later was boosted by a tablet every day following which was a series of radiotherapy sessions. So this was because he didn't see to it straight away. Yeah. So you can avoid all of this by, you know, just... Yeah, they could st- possibly do something instantly. Yeah. yeah, this was delayed in a separate... Um, there's this PET scan. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's pronounced P-E, um, PET scan or PET scan. Producer animal know that. Yeah, so... Um, but it was discovered that, in fact, my cancer had spread 
into my scrotum, into my lymph nodes and my pelvis and a small part in the halfway up my back. However, the treatment w- would still be the same because it was the same cancer that had spread. Following the hormone treatment, which is still ongoing, my PSA count was reduced dramatically to 2.79. Now, if you go back to what it was before we had this treatment, yeah. it was 15.3. Yeah. So it's got so it does show that the treatment really does bloody work. Of right? So, um, and then he, he carried on until the July 2021, which is a year later. He started his radiotherapy, uh, and he's now his count is now down to 0.38. Wow. So from 15.3 to November, so two years, yeah. two years. So two years of, of going through the mill. Yeah, you know, of course. It, but A lot of worry as yeah, well. Amazing. 0.38. Now, what he says here, which I think is such a brilliant message, he says, I must, I must continue the hormone treatment and have regular checks for my PSA levels. My cancer is not curable but controllable. And of course, if I'd gone to the doctors earlier, before it had spread, the outcome would most definitely be very different. So not only is he like ridiculously brave, amazing man, he wants to help other people on this platform, which I think is incredible. That is incredible. And Peter, thank you for, I mean, obviously you're mates with Scott and um, I've not met Peter, have I? No, you've not met Peter. And, and do you know what? I would, I would love you to. He's, um, he's an amazing guy. I think I'm a bit of light and shade for him. He, like, he knows I'm a bit of a joker and we have a chat yeah. at football. I mean, one thing that he, I, I phoned him just before I'd done the pod and I said to him, Pete, is it, are you sure it's okay for me to just openly talk about you? And he said, look, Joe, you know what, Scott? Please do. Get the message out there for all men that are listening and all women that are listening that have got partners or yeah, got a brother or a dad. Yeah. Just, you know, get that message out there. And as Chris said, we're not qualified by by no means but there's loads of help out there the fact that he was that he wanted to talk about it um he he spoke about this hormone treatment and um he, he's very matter of fact about it he said he said the only downside with the hormone treatment is that he doesn't get sexually aroused anymore right so he will he must get really pissed off for me talking about erections all the time. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? I, do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I'm constantly talking, oh, yeah, yeah, I wrecked this, wrecked. and he's like, Scott, can you shut up? I, <laughs> I can't even, like, and I, I joke with him and we have we have a laugh about the fact, I go, well, seriously, like, you don't, you can't see, like, you know, a bit of a, you know, rude part in a film and not get any, he's like, nothing, no, nothing going oh, wow. on. You know, so that's the only downside. But what he did urge me to say was that just, just go and get checked because he's, so he was 64, he's 60, he's nearly 67 now, and he's just out that back end of it and doing really well. Um, but it, it has spread, and it, and it didn't need to, because he said at the beginning part of his message, he says it took him a long time. He just thought, oh, I'm old. Do you say it has spread now? It, it spread into his pelvis and into his pelvis, into his scrotum and into his lymph nodes. Lymph right. Nodes. But... Still, he's still okay. He's still manageable. Yeah, he's he's still okay. But it needn't to have got that far. Yeah. Um, And I know that was a little bit deep, and I know No, I think we need to do that sometimes. I think there are certain things that that, that men shy away from, and I'm particularly at fault of that. I'm I'm terrible at going to the doctors and stuff, and... um, I am. I'm a a nightmare. I'm a nightmare. It's it's just one of those things where there's nothing wrong with me. I've got other things I need to be doing. But... Like you say, it'll be it'll be a, a simple test they do. Chances are it'll come back absolutely fine. You'll carry on with life. And knowing that 
it's absolutely fine. But especially if you've got a symptom as well, if you've got one of the symptoms Scott mentioned, it, I mean, it's even more imperative to get that checked out. Well, but. yeah, exactly. But as I, as I said, and I can't say it enough, um, you, you could literally be living now with prostate cancer and not know because there's no symptoms. So just... I think yeah. a lot of the time when you have a blood test at the doctors, they are testing for your red and the white cells, aren't they? They, they I think so. They test that quite a lot now. So, uh, you know, hopefully it would it would come up on that or not, you know, hopefully, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, so uh, good advice. And I'm sure there are various websites you can find out more. The NHS website is always fantastic because when you suffer from health anxiety like I do, that's the only website you're allowed to go on. Yeah, no. Google, yes. no. not great. Don't just Google. Not great. Um, you could have a bleeding fingernail. That's definitely cancer. Oh, one. It's pretty much any anything well, wrong like with you yesterday, is cancer. Yesterday, we're in the, in the uh, radio studio and Chris goes to me, sorry, could you just have a look at my... my- yeah, but it was, I had something itching on my arm and I didn't know what it was. And it was like, it was, it was a mole, but it's been... I asked Karen last night, she went, you've had that all your life. And I went... All oh, right, okay. Yeah, he was like, "This is a new mole. What, <laughs> what color is it? What color?" You know, and, and instantly, you know, he he goes to that place. That's just a yeah. That's that's an anxiety problem that I have. But yeah, uh, and and actually, there are a lot of people that don't go to the doctors to get checked because of those reasons, because with anxiety and stuff. So but we're because we're geezers and and, geezers. We, and we think it's you know it's ah oh, we'll be fine and and all that. Yeah, yeah, and you can still be that, but just. Just yeah. go and have yourself checked. It's a good one. And, and, I like that. And, yeah. and, and on the plus side, if you do go and get checked, uh, not only are you check in for uh, potentially prostate cancer, you've had a cheeky finger up the bum as well. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. Do you know what? You've had a cheeky finger up the bum. Turn out it was nothing. Yeah. You've just been but fingered. But you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's all about the angles. It is. You you might even you <laughs> might even do you know what? Do you imagine? Wow. Imagine as as the doctor puts his finger at the bit, we just go. Oh, I mean, no, no, a bit to the left. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> filling up a cup on the other end. <laughs> yeah, two tablespoons. By by the way. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Peter. Um, yeah, really brilliant. appreciate that. That's amazing. Uh, word then for Scott, um, which I think. I was going to be my word because I think it's a lot more important than my word, but we'll find out. I'll do mine next. Push Your Peak is a brand new podcast brought to you by What Bike. Join me, Louise Minchin, and some of the world's most incredible sports people to learn what it takes mentally and physically to push yourself beyond your limits. Whether you're an elite or everyday athlete, it can be hard to continually progress. How do you push yourself out of your comfort zone? Where do you go to find that inner drive? Tune in to hear these inspiring stories and take away the belief that you can achieve your own goals no matter how big or small you can find us wherever you got this podcast just search push your peak hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Right, welcome back to the podcast. And uh, right, let's go for my word, beginning with P. Um, oh, I feel stupid now. <laughs> I'm going with pubes. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh, oh fuck's sake! <laughs> now I know what it's like to be you. I'm, go- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. With- <laughs> gonna- I'm gonna go with pubes. Um, sorry, sorry. Just stop for one second. Yeah, I walked into the studio earlier, and Chris went, "Oh, I'm really worried. We've got got the same word." I looked at him and went, oh, "I don't think we have today." <laughs> uh, women always seem to be shaving their areas more than men, but this is changing. We're now shaving a lot more. Uh, Many men find themselves shaving down there just because their partners want it clean. But does shaving your pubic hair have benefits other than bringing a smile to your partner's face? Makes your cock bigger. It turns out it actually does. Um, The male pubic hair isn't one of those body fit. This sounds like some shit Channel 4 documentary. (laughs) Shave your pubes, you'll make your <laughs> cock look bigger. Uh, the male pubes, every football podcast I listen to is sponsored by fucking Manscaped. Manscaped, so yeah. So we're actually talking about it and we're not sponsored. Come on, Manscaped. I actually bought Manscaped not long ago. Because you heard it on a podcast? Yeah, 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 it's because it was on the podcast. <laughs> um, there you go. There you go. Podcast was, advertising works. The little... Razor that they send you, electric one. It's called the Lawnmower 2.0. Yes. Oh, no, no, so that's, what they, that's on the Ben Foster yeah. podcast at yeah. the moment. They're advertising that, and they send you little uh, boxes as well, and the uh, anti-chafe boxes, and they also yeah. send like a newspaper articles that you put on the floor and you stand over to catch it all when you're trimming. Um, and on the newspaper Amazing. articles are a lot of like ball different ball references and jokes and stuff. So it's actually really good. Yeah, like that. Um, right, Adam, your your homework for the podcast is to get us sponsored by Manscaped. Okay. Yeah, you can use this podcast. We've talked about like prostate cancer. We're talking about pubic hair. Pubic hair. We're talking about all the big names. To be honest, I'll be happy if we just get like something like I don't know the local pizza place. <laughs> uh, the male pubic hair isn't one of those body features that we don't need. Um, if there are any, its purpose is to reduce friction during sex and as well as prevent the transmission of bacteria. So it does serve a purpose. Does it? Yeah, but while these sound like good reasons to leave things the way they are, there are some even better reasons and benefits of shaving your pubic hair. Yeah, so about the infections, you can actually get infections by not trimming. Yeah, no, it's... Do you know what I I find staggering? It's like, you know, like you've got fashion, like clothes go in and out of fashion and stuff like that. Yeah. In the 80s and 90s... Yeah. It was like, let the bush hang out. It, it was, yeah. It was the big bush. Yeah. You know, like male and female. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and it's not attractive having a big bush down there. It's not. No. It's not. You've got one on your face. Some people might find it attractive. <laughs> no. Scott's got one on his face. Yeah, I don't. I, there's not. Right, listen. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than going. How can I? I want to put this in the nicest possible. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I can see where I this wanted, is going. You're, you're trying to say muff diving. Yes. But yes. you're trying to find a polite way of saying it. Um, well, I've done it for you. So, yeah, there's nothing yeah, worse there's than nothing that. There's nothing worse than doing that yeah. and coming up with a mouthful of pubes. Or a rash. Yeah, yeah, but you, you won't know if it's your from your beard or from her. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know. I mean, I did, you're, right, you, this, you'll intertwine like Velcro and Brillo. <laughs> no, 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 no. My beard is very clean and actually shaved freshly today. It, is a good, it short, looks good actually. today, actually. Yeah, it so, does look good. Shaved yeah, for the podcast. Um, you can get infections by not trimming. When you sweat, it gets trapped within the hair, so all the sweating in the hair and all oh, that. Um, which is a breeding ground for bacteria. That's So, whereas the pubes are there to prevent bacteria, they actually can cause bacteria just by the fact that all the... You know, if you think pubes, underpants, 
daily walking around, that's going to be like quite hot down there. Yeah, no, it really is. So that's why they say it could be, um, that could also lead to an offensive odour. So leaving it bare is the best way to remain clean or free of infections. Another benefit for you, shaving, as you mentioned earlier, can make your cock bigger. Exactly that. By at least an inch. No, do you know what? I was just about Ooh, to say, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to interrupt you, but... That's two inches you'd have then, Scott. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, but listen, listen, right? Imagine that, right? Imagine being a guy yeah. who, you know, isn't isn't a, uh, a shower, mm-hmm. so hasn't got a fucking 10-inch, 12-inch cock, yeah. right? If you've got a 10-inch, 12-inch cock, right, fuck me, you're doing well, right, for one, mm-hmm. but... You, 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 I don't think you're... As or if worried. your partner has... Well, then you'll still do it well, so actually, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, but if you've got a small a small cock, right? Yeah. And you can shave it... shave and grow an inch. And, and literally... And go, fuck me, there's another <laughs> inch there, right? Now, I watched a programme years and years and years ago, right? Um, I don't... I can't remember exactly what it was called, but I'm pretty sure it was called The Man with the Smallest Penis. Okay. Right? I watched this programme... And uh, seriously, and I remember I was literally living in Livin St. Anne's, which is just outside uh, Blackpool, because I was in a uh, musical up there. And um, I was living there and I'd watched this program. I'd woke up quite late, been playing poker the night before. And I thought I was like, I thought, what the fuck is this program? This is mental. And it was called The Man, something like The Man with the Smallest Cock. And he... It was tiny. And when I say it was tiny, it was like, you know, like your little finger? Yeah. You know, like the now on your little finger? Yeah. That's like how that. big his cock was. Little thimble. Like a nubbin. A right? thimble. Yeah, yeah, like a little, like, yeah, like a little thimble, right? Yeah, and, and honestly, it was the worst. And it, you'll be able to find it on YouTube, I'm sure. He had a girlfriend and he was like, she'd never felt him at all. Like, never, never felt a- anything, right? And, uh, and he went to try and get a you can get a cast of your penis. Right. Right? And it was that small that the uh, the woman trying to do the cut, like the... Sorry, why would you get a cast of your penis? I'm trying to work out in what situation I'd want one. They were just trying to take the piss out of him, basically. Right. Like, so basically, like, you, I think if you're getting a cast of your penis, it's because you've got a big penis. Right. right? But they were like, you can get a cast of your penis. It's like, yeah, 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 let's get a cast of my penis. Got you. Um, they made him shave his pubic hair in the hope that they might gain a little oh, bit. They might gain a little bit, gain okay. that inch, but there, there was nothing there. Okay. Bless him. Um, you can literally, it was a horrific programme to watch. I watched it twice. Um, I felt really good. And, and no, Just in case good you missed yourself. anything. No, 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 no. Let, let, me, let me tell you, after that programme finished, I shaved my pubic hair and I was yeah. like, hello, baby. <laughs> Extra inch, mate. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, that was a really long story <laughs> for that. Extra inch, mate. Uh, pubic hair takes about 30 to 44 days to grow uh, to the falling out stage. So you know where your hair falls out yeah. and then it regrows, 44 days for the pubes. Uh, you can you can count on your pubes growing back at a steady rate of an eighth inch per week. So about a centimetre every three weeks your pubes. Right, okay. So that's uh, some knowledge for you there. Um, uh, how you do it, you stretch out your skin if necessary. By stretching out your skin, gives way to a flat surface. Yeah. And then the, you go the razor, the, the, don't go the wrong way. Oh, go follow the follow the hair, don't go backwards. I've, have you? Yeah. I've, I cut, it's like having a skinhead haircut. I cut but it. But down your pants. I cut it to ribbons once. Have you cut your balls? Everyone's yeah. nicked their balls. Yeah, you know. That's no. the, what, and it bleeds. I, like thought for, I, was, I thought I was bleeding out. 
I honestly mm-hmm. thought this bleeding's never going to stop. I thought I was bleeding out. First of all, I was thinking, I didn't even know if it was going to be blood. You thought it was going to Please tell me. <laughs> oh, oh what Jesus if... Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Are you... you just nick, nick your balls and spunk for that. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, Are I didn't you... know blood lived down here. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, you bleed for quite a long time. It's quite a bloody, it's a bloody mess, isn't it? It's There's a lot of blood. There is. Um, it's like Rod period. <laughs> I, I'll tell you a little embarrassing story. I've done pistols, so this won't affect anybody. I tried Veet once, which is the, the foamy <laughs> stuff that yeah. the women use, yeah? Tried that, nothing happened. All right? Went to work. Is that hair removal cream? Yeah, hair removal cream. Didn't do anything. Um, so that was fine. Went to work, didn't think about it. Went to the toilet, had a piss. My it would, Literally, my pants were just full of hair because <laughs> it had worked. <laughs> I hadn't used, apparently it comes with a scraper. Oh my God, shut up. And you have to scrape it off afterwards. <laughs> you do. Yeah, so I I just washed it as normal and then got to work and then it had obviously taken effect by the time I, it was the afternoon. Oh so my God. I went for a wee and uh, yeah, a lot, lot of hair down there, just, just loot. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And then I remembered what happened. I went, oh, it does work. But, yeah. It's like deforestation. Yeah, it was. It was. It was weird, uh, but it did work. Um, and you can you can put like some kind of moisturiser afterwards, which is always a nice feeling. Wow. Um, there's no other time you'd put moisturiser on your cock, is there? I don't. No, think I don't think so, there is. That's no. the only time. Yeah. Um, and then some of the weirder websites uh, that I was reading about this. These are actual quotes from a, web, a website called ezinearticles.com. And if the guys in the gym locker room make fun at you, right, when have you ever been to the gym as a grown man and another person at the gym's going, <laughs> look, he's got a shaved cock? <laughs> That's never happened. No. There aren't men making fun of you in the gym. No, there's not. First ask them why they're checking out your package. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. Why are you <laughs> looking at my cock? In the embarrassed silence that follows, I'd imagine, tell them why you did it. Oh, what, say? That's you, that's... That, that you're having well, twice as much... The guy saying why you looked at the cock. No. You, when the guy in the gym locker <laughs> makes fun at you because you shaved your cock, first ask them why they're checking out your cock. In the embarrassing silence that follows, tell them why you did it. That is, you're having twice as much sex as they are and what she's doing now that she wouldn't do before. This is a conversation they want me to have in David Lloyd. That's... With strangers. Ridiculous. Then get ready to answer their questions. In your case, though, Chris, uh, the answer would be, well, I thought it was moisturiser, but it turned out it was Veet. <laughs> it was Veet, yeah. <laughs> um, and the other one they've put on there is, it's fun to let her do it. I'll just leave that with you guys. No, no, no I don't no, no, see no, any no. fun happening there. No, there's no, there's no fun happening there. That's right. Let her shave you. This is not only an exercise in trust... I don't tr- I don't actually trust her that much. No, no, that I would let no, her do that. No, with no, I don't. Uh, no. But a highly sus- uh, a suspenseful erotic thrill ride. No, it's not. No, <laughs> the danger of an ultra sharp razor in such a sensitive area, the tension of long, slow razor strokes, the aching of your pulse pounding erection, and the foaming friction of her shaved creamed hand on your shaft can intensify your pleasure. All of those things sound amazing without the razor. Yeah. I mean, do all of that cream, shaving cream, all that. No razor. No, I wouldn't have an erection at that point. No, no, no. I don't. No, no. Although have, having an erection whilst shaving the old the old makes cock it easier. Would make it a lot easier. Yeah, it does. It, because it would. I, I I didn't realise until I obviously started doing the old shaving yeah. of the old um, pubic pubic hair. Um, is that 
it, it's on the shaft as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old hair. Yeah, it's everywhere, really. It's isn't everywhere. It? It's under isn't the it? old balls, and yeah, it's all it's... over the place into your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and as you get older, and you get older, it starts coming out your fucking ears and your nose. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What, your this is a real feel-good podcast today, isn't it? This is a real feel-good one. Sorry, I can't. I the, the sentence you just said, and then you end it with "into your asshole." <laughs> What's the word? It's everywhere. It's even into your arsehole. It's awful. So I remember once, right? I remember once I it's one of the first times I I decided to shave down there. And I've got ridiculously hairy legs and ridiculously hairy feet. I'm just very hairy, right? I've got very hairy chest and, and, and all that. I it was like I got so carried away. I just didn't know where to stop. I called <laughs> Kerry up to the bathroom and I went to her, Kerry, I, I don't know where to stop. I can't and, graduate it. I can't blend it in. And, and I literally, she went, no, 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 ne- now. you should have stopped <laughs> a while ago. I was basically, I shaved my, my whole chest, me, me, me stomach, all me, 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 me balls and me fucking... And, me and then cock. you got that bit, haven't you, at the top of your legs where you're like... When you've shaved yeah, your area, yeah, yeah, yeah. you've then got this weird... You need a graduate. You need your hairdresser to go. Could you just blend that in you for me? You don't need your head. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> and um, I, I literally, I'd stopped, like, I was past the short line. And I was... Wow, well, okay. Yeah, You're no, still doing was, the shaving. Yeah, yeah. She said, stop, stop, stop. There you go. That's my word. I'm going to go with pubes um, up against prostate cancer. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll have a little chat about that in just a second. Um, and we'll talk to Adam about the things that people are saying on the streets... So where have you been and, and and what have they said? I'm still in London. I got bored of Okay. Camp. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't take long. My husband is always playing with our kids, no matter how hard of a day he's had at work. Um, yeah, we are playful, apart from when it comes to razor blades and our areas. I'm not playful then. No, I'm not playful then. But do you know what? I like, do you know why I like this word? Well, it's and, true, we are. Yeah, no, but I like it because I think in the history of the age set of men... That's the first time <laughs> we've had a woman come on here <laughs> yeah. and say something non-derogatory I think about that's us. A, that is a positive. So yeah. I've always thought that when um, when my kids were young, Karen decided to take time off work and um, and and she wanted to look after the kids, so I carried on working. And I always said, oh, I was like, when when you come home at like six, seven o'clock at night, and you're like, oh yes, get them up, have a little play, woo, and and kids are like, oh, daddy's home, daddy's home, and the problem is. The the woman in this situation, Karen, had been at home all day. She'd had all yeah. the shit. She'd done all the shit yeah. things where they're screaming and crying. And I got like half an hour in the evening. I was like, this is easy. They're amazing. And then yeah. they'd fall asleep and go to bed. But you're rallying them up a little bit. They yeah, might be exactly. setting them down. You're exactly. rallying them up. Yeah. But, yeah, no, but we are playful. That's a great word. Thank you. All men do is think with their penis. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that you didn't come up with that word, although you've come up with a, a much better word. Um which, if there which hadn't been a cancer beginning with P, would you have just gone with penis? Um, probably. Yeah, I think I think you would. Yeah, have. but it does involve the penis. Well, it does absolutely, and so do your pubes. So we've we've covered your penis we've literally with penis. pubes. Yeah. So penis is dumb. Adam's <laughs> 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 um, confused face. We've been mates for way too long. I reckon we're really patient. Uh, we're always the first to get ready, and then we have to wait for ages for our partners to finish getting ready. Oh, mate. 
mate. I don't, yeah. No, no, right, see, I'm, I've had haircuts where it's taken me longer to get ready than Karen. Right, now, I'm not saying, Kerry is, is not one of them women that takes long to get ready in terms of doing the makeup and all that. She She's pretty quick at that and she can get, but it's just the, the preparation around it. Mm. Like, I'm always ready first. And it is because, it is because she's doing the other stuff. She's getting the other kids ready. She's probably had to do the ironing and all that. But it does, and I'm sure I've mentioned it before, it's one of those things where I've got myself ready pretty quickly and I'm yeah. like, I'm sitting at the bottom of the stairs going, come on, we're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if I got up. Because for a me, I mean, I literally chuck on a bit of veet, get that sorted out. <laughs> And then I'm, I'm ready to you go. You don't even scrape it off, do you? <laughs> no. Just take it. Take your pants off at the end of the evening. Yeah. And it's all done. Job it's all done. done. <laughs> all job done. Completed him. Uh, thank you for those words. They are amazing. Um, to the A to Z of men, I mean, uh, there's not going to be any surprises here, is there? You're not going with pubes, are you? I th- you know what? I think I think we should go. <laughs> I think we should go for pubes today. I think um, I'm going with your word definitely. So let's let's just get rid of all the let's bullshit. Cut the shit. Yeah, cut the shit. Um, it, what, what would you have gone with, Adam? Uh, I would have gone with prostate cancer because I think it genuinely yeah. is very male. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's something that it, it might be because we're laughing and joking on this and you've heard it and, and you, you think, do you know what, I'm going to get one of those blood tests or something is bothering me down there and if, if that's enough to, to get you to the doctor or to you know chat to a professional, then then that's a good reason to have come up with the word. So, and, um, yeah. and you know what? what, before you go to the doctor, maybe shave your pubes. Yes. Make it, it easier. Yeah, it'll make it easier, make it cleaner, you'll... Add an inch. And when he's putting his finger up your arse, you go, can you get rid of them for me while you're in there? <laughs> <laughs> you can maybe pluck them out while you're around there. In all seriousness, yeah, get sure. checked out. It's, it's, we talked about it with cystic cancer. Um, women talk about it all the time with breast cancer. And I just think, yeah, we are a little bit, um, not naive, but we, we just like to bury stuff under yeah, the carpet. Yeah, brush it under the carpet. Yeah, so thank you, Peter, as well, for um, the, 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 uh, what an amazing open email he sent you as well and talked to you about yeah, talk amazing, through it. Well. Yeah, Incredible. Okay, Adam, lock in prostate cancer, please, on the A to Z of men for the letter P. Word submitted. Uh, right, next week, ABC uh, P Q Q Wow Q Q next year uh, next year. Next year. <laughs> That's how long it's gonna long take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Q is gonna be next week's podcast. Wow, any such a guy has literally any suggestions for the word Q, get them over to us. Um it's A2Z of men at gmail.com. You can find us on there and the socials as well. Um yeah, wow, have a safe week and we'll catch you again next Wednesday. Cheers, guys. I've been Scott Robinson. I've been Chris Brooks. And I've been producer. Adam. And this is the A to Z of Men.